All right, hey everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. It is Holy Week. That's uh, the week that Jesus changed eternity, and I hope you're doing well. I hope that you're taking some specific time to just remind yourself what this week means as Christ followers. Um, let's pray, and then we're going to get right into the podcast. Father Jesus, Holy Spirit, I just pray that you would be glorified in what I say today and what we hear today. Thank you for your word, God. Thank you that it always accomplishes its purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I'm going to start by reading uh, John chapter 20, verses 24 through 31, and then we'll get into uh, what I'm going to talk about in regards to it. So here we go. That's it's a few It's a few verses here, so stick with me. John 20, starting verse 24. Now Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin. By the way, this is after the resurrection of Jesus. Um, Thomas uh, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the mark of the nails, and place my finger into the mark of the nails, and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. Super weird things, but I will never believe. Eight days later, his disciples were inside again, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Love that. That's the first thing he says. Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here and see my hands and put out your hand, place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, my Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. And then John kind of ends chapter 20 with, with this. It says, Uh, Now, Jesus did many other signs, verse 30 and 31. Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written, the things we just read, these things are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. All right, so, story of Thomas, doubting Thomas, I'm sure you all uh, heard the story plenty of times. Um, and you know, I mean, (laughs) how many of us can relate to Thomas? Right. Um, I mean, would you believe, um, would you believe your, your most trusted friends if they came to you and they were like, yo, Hey, Joe is alive. I know, like, I know he died just a few days ago. We went to his funeral and we buried him, but I'm telling you he's alive. We saw him just the other day. What are you going to think? <laughs> like you've been drinking or I don't know what's going on. Uh, do you think you would, you would believe them? I doubt it. Probably not. Um, I'd probably respond just kind of like Thomas did. Um, uh, maybe with a little more sarcasm as you guys know me, uh, but definitely with some skepticism, right? I doubt that I'm actually going to believe them. And I want to talk about this because I think, uh, well, I mean, obviously, so we're in Holy Week, which means, you know, Sunday is Easter Sunday. And I think it's just super easy to miss the insanity, like the the absolute absurdity 
of what Jesus actually did on Easter. He literally came back to life. He literally came back to life. Not figuratively. I'm not using the word literally in a figurative sense. I literally mean literally. He literally came back to life. And John's hope in writing this is to remind us of that fact. I think the story of Thomas is in the Bible not to to show us how little his faith was or how our faith is like his, because I think that's what we typically focus on. You know, doubting Thomas got that name because we focus on his doubt and his faith and everything. But I, I think it's more so to help us see that the truth of the resurrection of Jesus needs the help of those who saw it with their own eyes, and in Thomas's case, their own hands, because it sounds freaking impossible, right? Like, go back to the to the, the example with Joe. Somebody comes like, yo, hey, Joe's alive. I know We were there. We buried him. I'm telling you he's alive. You'd be like, okay, there's no way. I, I, I saw him. We, we buried him. He died. And I was like, no, it's it sounds freaking impossible. And I think that's why John includes this account with Thomas in here. You know, um, he, he just he has to remind us, you know, just like he says, uh, verse, verse 30 and 31 says, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of, of the disciples, which are not written in this book. He's like, hey, he did a lot more things. I, it's like, we're not even talking about that. These things are written because... You need to remember so that you can believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, that by believing you may have life in his name. You've got to remember that we saw this legit. This actually happened. And I'm writing this so that you can believe in Jesus and who he actually is. There is purpose to what John wrote and why he chose to include these specific things. It is a reminder of what really happened to show us that, you know, what they claimed was so absurd that even someone so close to Jesus didn't believe it until he saw it. Thomas, one of the 12, he was with Jesus a lot. So he knew Jesus. He's seen the things that Jesus did. He didn't believe it until he actually saw Jesus and was able to place his finger in the wounds, his hand in the wounds and see that it was actually Jesus, right? Because People didn't come back to from, from the dead. They didn't come back alive after they died. That was not a common thing that happened. And it's important to remember that because, um, or it's important to remember that because it helps us see the power and the divinity of who Jesus is. Just like John says, that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. You know, we might not see it with our own eyes, but just like John said, we are blessed when we believe in spite of our physical blindness. We are blessed when we believe in spite of our physical blindness. So this Easter season, right? I want us all to read through John chapter 20. Um, you know, I read through verses 24 through 31, the end of it, and there's still one more chapter after 20, but I want you to read through John 20. Uh, which is just the account of the resurrection. Um, and keep in mind the scenario I talked about earlier, you know, with, with one of your friends, Joe or whoever, you can name him or her, whatever you want, but that person coming back to life and then your friends telling you about it. 
think about <laughs> just think about how insane that would sound. As you read through John chapter 20, think about how insane that would sound. And then remember that it actually happened with Jesus. It's real. It's not just a story. He really died and he really came back to life and he really is alive today. And if you can believe that with your heart, like your entire heart, your faith will change. I promise your faith will change. And that will change the way you see every other situation in your life. Let's pray. Father, Holy Father, Jesus, my Savior, Holy Spirit, help me to see the truth and the absurdity of what you did and use it to increase my faith. Use it to increase my faith. Jesus, I believe you truly are alive that you truly are alive, that you came back from the dead. And I worship you because you are the only one truly worthy of my worship. I worship you, God. Worship you, Jesus. Worship you, Holy Spirit. Worship you, Lord. Holy Spirit, come in and work on my heart right now. Increase my faith in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys, take some time, pray, listen, let the Holy Spirit speak to your heart and let your faith grow.
All right, I'm going to close in prayer. Um, but if you want more time to hear from God, feel free rewind this to where the music starts um, and just continue to focus your attention on the Holy Spirit, what he is saying. Let's pray. Lord, thank you. Thank you for John and the word you spoke through him, uh, for giving him these words. And um, uh, thank you for his obedience and writing them down and sharing them with us. Thank you for just the reminder of who Jesus truly is and what he actually did. Work in my heart today. Increase my faith. In Jesus' name, amen.